welcome to Dads with Daughters. In this show, we spotlight dads, resources, and more to help you be the best dad you can be. Welcome back to the Dads with Daughters podcast, where we bring you guests to be active participants in your daughter's lives, raising them to be strong, independent women. Really excited to be able to have you back again this week. As always, this is a big journey that we're on. Every week, I love chatting with you about things that you, and to be honest, I can do to be better fathers, to be more engaged fathers, to learn about what we can do to be able to make those connections with our daughters even stronger, because none of us are perfect. There's no right way to father. There's no right manual to father, though. There are some out there that can help you along the way. We're going to learn about a resource today that can help you along that path as well. And every week, I love being able to talk to other dads, having an opportunity to be able to learn from them about things that they've done in their own journey to be able to engage with their own daughters, but also to be able to help their daughters to become independent women. We've got another great guest with us. This week, Jeff Hamilton is with us, and Jeff is a father of two, and he is a pastor, he's a coach, he's a consultant, and he also runs an organization called Dad Academy, and we're going to learn more about that today as well. Jeff, thanks so much for being here today. And Chris, thank you so much. You know, being a dad, I think, is the greatest thing that a man gets to do with his life, and And yeah, there is a special connection that a dad has with his son. But I'm telling you, nothing has my heart like my daughter. And to have a resource like what you're providing to encourage dads and build and strengthen that relationship to create a model that maybe is something that not only she is able to build a life on, but build a life with as she moves on throughout her life when she's had a healthy, nurturing relationship with her dad and then maybe she can find uh, value in those kinds of relationships in her in her own life that help her become everything she can be. So, man, this is this is awesome to get to be with you today. Thanks for the invitation. It is my pleasure. I love being able to have you on and to learn from you as well. And I guess first and foremost, I love to be able to turn the clock back in time. And I know you've got a 24-year-old daughter. So I want to go back to that first moment, that first moment that when you found out that you were going to be a dad to a daughter, what was going through your head? You know, it was a really amazing time because my wife and I were in the middle of considering a pretty significant transition. At the time, we were living in the greater Nashville area. And while things seemed to be going really wonderful, I mean, we had no reason to think about making a change or started to be, you just maybe go through seasons in your life where you feel like, man, something's something is about to shift. And we had uh, prayed, if you will, hoped that we would have maybe two kids. And my wife grew up in a family that was made of, of girls. She had sisters and really wanted to have a daughter. And I remember the joy that we both, because of the season that we were in, you know, we were, this was something that we wanted. This was something we were working towards, we were hoping for. And it really felt like she is a promise fulfilled. And in fact, there was even a sense that my wife wrote down in her personal diary and her personal journey journal that when we found out that we were going to have a girl, she wrote down, it just feels like I'm moving into 
a season, a new season of promise and fulfillment in my own life. And for these last 24 years, man, my daughter is the greatest joy. There's something about having a son for a dad that is super cool. But the connection that a dad gets to share with his daughter when you make that kind of investment is powerful. And still at 24 years old, as an adult, there is nobody that I would rather hang out with or spend time with than my kids. My son lives in Santa Cruz, but my daughter is still at home and we get to hang out quite a bit chatting and hiking and walking. And I love our relationship. It's not been perfect. It's something that requires a lot of work, but um, it really has been the fulfillment of a dream for my wife and I to have this amazing woman in our lives. Now, I've talked to a lot of dads, and as I know that you have two children, your first child was a son, your second child was your daughter. As you think about raising your daughter and where she's at currently, where she's going personally and professionally, as you look back and you think back to this time that you've had with your daughter what would you say was your biggest fear in raising a daughter? You know, I, I say this looking back that there was a little bit of ignorance. I had spent most of my career resourcing families and working with students and felt that I had at least a good strategy. My wife and I also had the benefit of coming from uh, two pretty healthy family of origins. And our family cultures were fairly healthy. So all I knew was that I had been entrusted with this life and man my daughter just came out ready to roll she's super bright super smart one of these type a overachievers probably what i wasn't ready for was we made a move just about 15 miles away to another community right when she was in junior high and i was not prepared as a dad for the kind of man i, I want to flat out call it trauma that she experienced in her junior high years that actually has been something that we have had to navigate with her having to do with her self-worth and her value that started in seventh grade that that even continued through high school and even into her college experience I don't think that we as dads really realized the attack that our daughters continue to go through on a daily basis from worth and self-worth and a healthy sense of identity. Because, you know, as guys, competition is kind of a way where you resolve conflict. But with in-girl relationships, many times in my years of working with students and particularly with my own daughter, the insecurities that come up during these developmental years in women, the way that they can go after and to attack each other has been incredibly damaging to uh, my daughter. And as a, as a person who is in the arts world, she was always put up in competitions trying to be selected for a particular show or for a particular part. And even that kind of rejection just builds and contributes to a battle that many women face of this kind of comparison and never feeling like you can ever measure up. And unless there is people at home that continue to reinforce their value and their significance and their worth, I don't know how young ladies are able to navigate that. And my wife and I still today, probably our number one job in parenting adult kids is to continue to provide the same type of, of affirmation and encouragement 
uh, they require the same at 24 as they did at 14 and as they did at eight. And that probably is not something that I understood until I've walked this journey as long as I have. Now, I know you've had 24 years with your daughter. And through that time, I'm sure that there are some things that have allowed for the two of you to be able to become closer and to bond each other together. What would you say is your favorite thing that you and your daughter share together? We both share a love for music. She's a pretty gifted musician. And through our kind of uh, community experience uh, in the church, we've both gotten to play in bands together and things like this. But my favorite thing about my daughter is my wife's not much of an outdoors person. And so my favorite thing to do with my kids is we would used to go hiking a lot. And I still love to go out for walks and hikes with my daughter because I find that once her feet are moving, her mouth starts to open and so does her heart. And I get to hear those things that she's really processing and Literally, she shares with me what she's walking through as we walk together. We have done that, man, since she was little, and we continue to make that a regular appointment in our relationship. It's always a ton of fun to be able to have those opportunities to be able to make those connections in that way. It was really funny because, like I said, when her feet are walking, when she's moving, her heart starts to open up. And she really starts to share with me and be willing to talk. And I've just had to learn to become a better listener. And like many guys, like many dads, stop trying to be a problem solver. You are not the first person to ever say that. And I know you will not be the last to, to say that. I have, I have heard that so many times from different fathers that tend to see themselves as those fixers. And as I've said before, and I'll say it again, you don't have to be a fixer to your daughters because so many times they just want you to listen. For sure. And I think I think every dad can find something that gets that opens up the heart of his daughter. And the thing is, is that as our kids get older, you know, when they're little, we get to dictate the context of the relationship, when we're going to talk, what we're going to do. As they start to move into junior high and high school, now they start to dictate where those are at. It's often a hard switch for dad because we like being in control and we like kind of setting the terms. But I have found that both with my daughter and with my wife, that when they get to set the terms, when they get to set the context, that our communication is much more effective and I'm much more clear on what they expect and what they really need from me. And I would encourage every dad who's out there, uh, find something that you do with your daughter that kind of gets their heart open. I have had to do the same thing. I know that there are definitely times where I've had to, for each of my daughters, because they're both very different from one another, you have to be able to, as you said, find those things that they're passionate about and be willing to do those things with them. So my one daughter loves to go out and go cycling. So we'll go out on country roads and we'll bike for 30 miles and, you know, we'll be just by each other and be able to talk to each other and be able to just connect in that way. My other daughter loves to geocache and loves going out and getting out into nature and doing some searching for, I'm going to say treasure and be able to find some different caches out there. 
And again, as you're walking out there, like you said, you have the opportunity to be able to just talk and to be able to get to listen about what's going on in her life. But every child is different. Yeah, I think it's the perfect blend between the way that men and women communicate, right? Women like to communicate kind of knee to knee, eye to eye. Guys, we tend to like to communicate, have communication shoulder to shoulder with some kind of activity. And that, what you just described, whether it's geocaching, whether it is uh, cycling, whether it's a hike, where we're able to participate with something and they don't feel pressure that they have to perform, but all of a sudden, as we just create that space and that time, they'll begin to open up as long as we're intentional just about being present there with them. Being intentional, being present is always so important. From early on in your child's life, you need to be on the floor. You need to be listening. You need to be willing to, you know, with your daughters, play Barbies or do whatever is going to connect you with them, even if it's not something that you have any clue how to do, because those type of things are things that they're going to remember as they get older. And you'll have to adjust because you're you know, 16-year-olds probably not going to want to play Barbies anymore, but you'll find other things that they will enjoy doing that you will maybe enjoy, maybe not, but that's okay. Yeah, I'm going to say you'll fake it till you make it and you'll keep doing it because, because they will just appreciate that you're trying and that you're willing to do things because they'll know whether you like it or not, but they will recognize that you are willing to step out of your own comfort zone to do those type of things. Yeah. Art galleries are something else that I like to do with my daughter. We've been doing that since uh, she was in high school. And uh, what's kind of been cool recently is we share a lot of our favorite podcasts with each other across a various kind of genre. And we've introduced each other to some favorite podcasts like that and finding out what she likes or finding the things that have piqued my interest have been a, a way for us to continue to connect. And it sounds funny, communicate on a different level because now we have something also in common that's outside of our family culture that we get a chance to talk to as grown, as grown individuals. And that's a really wonderful context for us as well. Now, I mentioned at the beginning of the show that you started something called Dad Academy. So talk to me about that. And what made you decide that you wanted to, to step in to work with fathers in this way? And what does Dad Academy do to engage dads in this journey? You know, I, th I started thinking back in March 1st, 1996, when they handed me my son, May 5th, 1998, handed me my daughter. It's the only thing I've ever done in my life without some specific training or a specific plan to know what to expect. In fact, for most of us, fathering has been something that has best been responsive, at worst been reactionary, where we're just trying to handle what happens in the moment. But very rarely do we have a long-term strategy or the skills to help accomplish or help us feel like we're being successful at maybe the most important thing in our lives. I also come to the realization, recent statistics tell us that 25% of people grow up or are growing up in a home without a dad. And so the dad's presence, man, that's why I love what you're doing so much here, that we are giving guys the tools or at least a resource to be successful. I also have a graduate degree in strategic leadership and consulted businesses and organizations, uh, primarily around mission and values and culture. 
And I started to think, what if I could help dads write a business plan for being a dad? There was a time 20 years ago that I was going to work at Starbucks as kind of a side job. And I had to go through 30 hours of training with Starbucks about coffee before they would even let me push the automatic brew button. But we don't give dads the opportunity to really develop a plan. And I think guys are most successful when we know what's expected of them and that they have a plan to be able to accomplish it. So Dad Academy is an online workshop that you can do in a group or as an individual that helps you literally discover and write a plan for becoming the kind of dad that you want to be. And so we've been doing this since 2015, and it's been specifically online since all of us turned into production studios uh, during uh, 2020 and the pandemic. But really excited about it. have had hundreds of men and have a goal of really 10,000 men to be go through Dad Academy in the next two years to really equip them, not only for their job of being effective and intentional with the lives of the children that they've been entrusted to, but that we could also start to build communities of fatherhood that bring benefits and their skills and knowledge, their love to the community to fill the void where other dads are not present. Now, I know you said that you have a way for individuals to be able to go and either go through some self-directed study or you have some you have some different data academies that are in person. You know, if somebody is interested in going through the data academy, what are they going to find as they go through this, whether it is a self-paced piece or if they go to one of your workshops? Well, I think one of the most important things is understanding our mission as a dad. And that is to raise what we say in Dad Academy, to raise courageous, competent, and confident kids who turn into healthy adults that make our communities and our world better by being the best that they can be. And that is something unique to fathering. Moms bring another set of skills that they develop within their children. But dads teach kids about how to identify and respond to risk and how to courageously approach life. I think that's the courage element that there is a competency element, that it is a dad's job to make sure his kids are prepared, not only with the experiential skills, but even the emotional intelligence that you need to navigate life. Whatever a dad knows how to do, he has to pass it down to his kids. And we, and we understand that a lot when they're little, where we teach them how to tie their shoes or teaching them to say thank you when they're little. But all throughout life, whatever dad, whatever you know how to do, you need to find a way to intentionally pass on those skills to your kids. And I think dad is also then the guardian of their family's cultures. And the rituals and traditions that you build in to your family gives them both your children a sense of security and identity that allows them to approach life with, with some confidence. And so in the first three sessions of Dad Academy, uh, a guy gets a chance to look at himself. The next three sessions of Dad Academy, you look at these three skills that you develop in your kids, courage, competency, and confidence. And then the final session talks about how to navigate all through the stages of your child's development and how to prepare them and how to celebrate them as they move from stage to stage throughout life. 
So it's a seven session workshop. It's about each session is about 15 minutes on the online video. Like we say that this is something that can be self-directed. There's a workbook that can be purchased on Amazon and it can be self-directed or you can join either an online cohort that we offer about every quarter, or there might be one, a dad academy coming to your area or even better. Maybe you know two or three dads that you want to invite on this journey. And the group is super easy to facilitate after watching the video and filling in your workbook. You just say, hey, what stood out to you? And it's amazing to see what happened when men start to have a talk about the thing that is most meaningful to them about their lives. That is being the best father they can be and leaving a positive impact on the life of their children. I love that and definitely is in alignment with what we're doing and fathering together as well. And, you know, we are always saying we want fathers to be uh, the best dads they can be. And that, as I said at the beginning, there's no right manual. There's no right way to father, but there are resources out there that can help you to be able to move in the right direction. And Dad Academy is definitely one of those that can help you with that. Now, we always finish our interviews with what I like to call our fatherhood five, where I ask you five more questions to delve deeper into you as a dad. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. In one word, what is fatherhood? Faithfulness. When was the time that you finally felt that you succeeded at being a father to a daughter? When I picked her up from the hospital recently after a life-threatening situation and being able to embrace her in that moment, only as a little girl that used to snuggle up on my lap when she was little, but as a grown woman, being able to stand with her through the most challenging thing that she's ever been through in her life. My successes or my failures in that moment didn't matter. What mattered was that I was present there for her to embrace and to hold her as she started the process of recovery and healing. Now, if I was to talk to your kids, how would they describe you as a dad? Always getting in their business, <laughs> always kind of uh, joking around. And I have a great relationship with both of my kids. And what I would hope that they would say is that he's not perfect, but we know that he loves us. Now, who inspires you to be a better dad? Thankfully, I had a model in my own father that I was able to replicate. It's only been a, a year since my dad, who was 82, stepped out of this life into the next one. But not only his example, but the thing that continues to motivate me to do a great job with my own kids is also the I encounter a lot of teenagers every week through high school athletics that I coach both boys and girls who don't have a dad and trying to continue to do whatever I can do to, to help to fill that void. I wouldn't be able to do it perfectly or alone, but I know that I have a part to play and I want to continue to be the best version of me so that I could help develop the best version that is in not only my own kids, but also in the other people that I encounter in my community. Now, you've given a lot of pieces of advice today, things that you've learned along the way, things that you've learned in working with dads through the Dad Academy. As you think back to your experiences as a father yourself, working with other dads, what's one piece of advice you'd want to leave with every dad? Be purposeful, be present. There's very few things that dads do without some type of intent or without some type of goal or without some type of intention behind it. And if we would apply those same type of skills to our families, I think it would bring a greater benefit, not only to your family, but to your community than you could even imagine. Again, 
And one simple piece of advice is, Dad, never go anywhere alone. If you're going out to run an errand, I don't care if you're going to the grocery store, the hardware store, to the bank, never go by yourself. Always take a kid with you because you never know which one of those moments is going to be the moment where they really open up and you get a chance to bond or make an investment that will shape them for the rest of their lives. And so um, always take a kid with you wherever you go. Now, Jeff, I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for being here today, for sharing your own journey in fatherhood, but also sharing what you're doing in the Dad Academy. If people want to find out more about you, more about the Dad Academy, where's the best place for them to go? Go to dadacademy.info, right? You want information on being a better dad? Go to dadacademy.info and there'll be all the information there that you can get. You can also follow us on Instagram, which is dad.academy. And you can follow us on TikTok. We put a lot of reels and 90 second, three minute content that we hope is practical and helpful on TikTok, which is also at dadacademy.info. And uh, those uh, little resources will give you a taste of kind of who we are and what we do. And hopefully it will connect and encourage you. And so, again, track with us again at dadacademy.info and on those places on social media. Well, Jeff, as I said, thank you so much for all that you're doing to work with dads on a daily basis, for what you're doing in your own life, to be able to engage and encourage your own kids. And I wish you all the best. Uh, Thank you for everything that you guys are doing at Fathering Together. I don't think that there can be enough of us to encourage and to support each other in what is one of the most significant things that we do. I had one of my mentors once say this to me, that the greatest thing you may do with your life is not something you accomplish, but is it who you raise? So the more that we can equip uh, dads to live with that kind of perspective, that's going to make the world and our communities a better place. The Fatherhood Insider is the essential resource for any dad that wants to be the best dad that he can be. We know that no child comes with an instruction manual, and most dads are figuring it out as they go along. And the Fatherhood Insider is full of resources and information that will up your game on fatherhood. Through our extensive course library, interactive forum, step-by-step roadmaps, and more, you will engage and learn with experts, but more importantly, dads like you. So check it out at fatheringtogether.org. If you are a father of a daughter and have not yet joined the Dads with Daughters Facebook community, there's a link in the notes today. Dads with Daughters is a program of Fathering Together. Find out more at fatheringtogether.org. We look forward to having you back for another great guest next week, all geared to helping you raise strong, empowered daughters and be the best dad that you can be. We're all in the same boat And it's full of tiny screaming passengers We spend the time We give the lessons, we make the meals, we buy them presents. Bring your A-game, cause those kids are growing fast. The time goes by just like a dynamite blast. Calling astronauts and firemen, carpenters and muscle men. Get out and be the world Be the best dad you can be. Be the best dad you can be.